Alamo Remedy CBD. All right, there's a lot of CBD companies out there. You probably see one every block, but there is a company that is for Texans by Texans and right here built in Texas. Alamo Remedy has one mission, your wellness shouldn't break the bank and that's why they price all of their products at just $17.99 so everybody can afford them and you get the best quality CBD products. You've heard me talk about their gummies, their lotion, capsules, and tincture but they are also now part of the hemp flower game. So what's the hemp flower? It's CBD but you can smoke it. So if you like a more traditional CBD product or you want to smoke the CBD you can definitely do it with the new hemp flower. You can get two for $17.99 each, or if you buy one, it's $19.99. You will also save 10% off with promo code UNICORN. Support Alamo Remedy. They are, again, a Texas company, and they are giving you the best products that everyone can enjoy. AlamoRemedy.com. AlamoRemedy.com. Use promo code UNICORN to get 10% off on all products, plus free shipping over $49. Support them. Give them some love. Follow them on Instagram. You can find them, Alamo Remedy CBD, AlamoRemedy.com. They now have hemp flour. Go get it. Hey everybody, welcome in to the Raheel Show podcast. Tuesday night chat with Jose Partita. Had to delay it a day, you'll hear why. We talked about everything going on in college football, some movies, some TV show recommendations as well. The usual, really good chat. There were some issues with the audio because of the Wi-Fi, but stick with it, you'll hear some good content. By the way, if you like this show and you want to subscribe to another podcast that I'm doing, No Layups with David Nuno and myself, You can do that by clicking on the link in the bio. I will no longer be putting up episodes from those ABC 13 simulcasts, so make sure you subscribe to No Layups as well as The Raheel Show. Here we go, Tuesday night chat with Jose Partida. That's total white man can't jump vibe. It is. Right? I like that. I like that. Hey, everybody. What is up? We're just talking about Jose's cap or hat. What do you call it? Cap or a hat? I call it a ball cap. A ball cap because you're so professional. Like you have to go ball cap. I like it. You know what? I call it a dad hat. A dad hat. Uh, I don't like it dad a, hats. It has, it has a zipper on the side so I can hide my weed that I don't smoke. Okay. And everything. Maybe you can put a, some of the. Uh, maybe you can put some of the Alamo Remedy hemp flower in there. Oh, but, there you go. But you shouldn't smoke it. It's not meant for smoking, guys. Wink, wink. It's so dumb. They're they're. The laws behind hemp flower, what hemp flower is, it it looks like it just looks like weed, but it's more CBD concentrated, right? So the THC level is less than 0.3%, but you're not allowed to sell it as a smokable. It's only a food-based product. So you can put in your teas, you can make uh, edibles out of it, but don't you dare smoke it. Because that's where the state of Texas gets upset. It's so ridiculous. But uh, maybe you can stash some of that in there because it's so illegal to light up a CBD joint now. It's it's got some space in there. It's 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 uh it it pretty much takes up the whole side of the hat. Oh, so you could so. you could fit enough in there for a felony? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. That that's nice right there. We can do that. Uh, how you doing, man? Sorry, we didn't do the podcast on a Monday. Uh, for those of you that are appointment viewers, which I appreciate, thank you so much for watching and supporting. Oh, I thought you were show. apologizing to me. <laughs> no, and, and to you, and to I was you. just gonna say, I don't, I don't care. It's whatever. Yeah, it, it was my wife's birthday yesterday, so I thought it would be a bad look if I <laughs> if I did a podcast on her birthday and not spend time with her. Which uh, you know, we spent a lot of time together, and it was awesome. We had a great time, and. Uh, we just like, you know what? We're going to push it. So we're doing it tonight. And yesterday, you know what we did? Your boy right here, homemade sushi. That's what we did. What? Like, yeah, boy, get on my level, man. Because at this point, Jose, when you've been married for almost eight years, 
no more than uh, almost nine years because I forgot we're in 2020 still. It's not the material gifts; it's the experiences. Sure, sure. Plus, I'm unemployed, so I can't. Afford- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's the real reason. So I'm sure she was pretty disappointed. She's like, "Hey, where's my uh, Apple Watch or my iPhone?" But what do you get something for the woman that has everything, Jose? You make her crappy homemade sushi. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Okay, first try, not bad. It's just the rice. The rice is the hardest part to make. You have to get it just right, or if it's too sticky, then it's not good. Did so? I didn't see any pictures of these. What sort of rolls were you making? Was it basic ass like California rolls? So I started with California roll, and then okay. I did a spicy Doritos roll. That was pretty good. All right. Mm. Yeah, and then we did that. That was it. We kept it simple because I'm not, I'm not brave enough to mess with like fresh fish, right? Like preparing it. I don't mind eating it if I go somewhere. I'm good, but I was so afraid of like, okay, if I go to Whole Foods <laughs> and I buy something and I leave it in the car too long and the temperature dips below like uh the you know below a point. And then all of a sudden, we all have food poisoning. I was not brave. So I just got some lump crab meat that was already, you know, uh, yeah. picked out. And we just used that. And then I got some imitation crab, and it was horrible. So I'd never try that again. It was not good. <laughs> what does it taste like? It, it tastes like crab, but it's just the consistency is not good. I mean, anytime you go to a sushi place, if is you it get it rubbery? A cow- yeah, it's kind of rubbery. But if you, if you go to a sushi place or if you buy store-bought sushi then more than likely like in your California roll, it's imitation crab. It's not right. real crab, right? So it's just that. But I guess what they get and what I bought from HEB was not the same. So, uh, yeah, but it was cool. It was fun. It was nice. It was something different. And then we just hung out all day. So now we've celebrated every single family member's birthday in quarantine or shelter in place. So, yeah, that, it's, been a, it's been a good six months. Of just being at home. <laughs> you didn't take any pictures, did you? Of your of your sushi? Is there is there proof? Um, I have some. Yeah, I think I have some on my phone. Um, I just I don't know. I don't share did, too much family did, stuff uh, on. Did on my baby trickster account. use uh, chop? I was gonna say toothpicks, chopsticks. She tried. She's uh, she tried, but she's not good at it. <laughs> Here, I'll show you a picture real quickly. For those of you on the audio side, you won't get to see it. So look it up on YouTube, but. I don't know. Can you see it? Like, yeah. Your boy. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like, you know, it's easy to make. You just buy a sushi kit on Amazon, but really all you need is a bamboo rolling sheet. Those are like two bucks at HEB. You can just get them anywhere, honestly, and then just get the Japanese rice. That's it. You don't need anything else. You don't need all the fancy stuff. All you need is that. And then the nori, the seaweed um, that you place as the, the base. And that's it. And then you just make your sushi, whatever you want in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I should do like a, a fusion one. I mean, you did, you sort of did, didn't you, with the chips? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There used to be a place that was really good in Midtown that used to do a, a hot Cheeto roll. And that was really good. They would put hot Cheetos all over the, the sushi. And man, that hit. That was good. Instead of the, what's the sushi crunch made out of? Is it onion? It's yeah, it's like fried onion. onions. Yeah. Yeah, usually fried onions. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we did. What, what have you been up to this week? I was off all last week, so I was just kind of just running errands and taking a uh, quote-unquote mental health break or whatever. Nice. Uh, Good. Uh, uh, I finished my defensive driving course. It How'd was. I I didn't get a question wrong, and I didn't pay attention to half of the course. <laughs> you the really don't half, need to. The second half of the course, I literally... I was watching South Park in my living room and I would just play the videos and take the quizzes at the end of the sections. And it was like really stupid questions they were asking. It's such a scam. Like I want to start my own defensive driving uh, online course because they're such a scam. What's the, what's the certification for a defensive driving school (laughs) or even a driving, a driver's ed school? I'm not sure. What do you mean? Like what? Can I just open one up with you, or do we have to get certified? Oh, you're you're trying to you're trying to uh, climb on my idea, dog. You're trying to invest. Yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm you don't trying. got nothing else going on, right? <laughs> I got nothing else to do. <laughs> I got nothing else to do. And now, 
the unemployment, the six hundred bucks stopped coming in. So, you know, things are getting things are getting back to normal now. People have to get back to work, and your boy's still looking. By the way, so if you have any contract work or if you want me to do something, hit me up. I'm literally just sitting at home now. Uh, I do the podcast with you and Nuno, and uh, that's about it. And then like I'll volunteer as much as I can. So I've been doing a bunch of that, like online helping people out with their uh, brand related things and any organization that reached out to me. I was like, yeah, dude, I'll do it. I don't care. What what do I, I have nothing else to do. So, so you're uh, a uh, consultant. I, I guess. You I should guess put that on your bio. Consultant. Uh, yeah. No, I like saying guru. There you guru go. Is a good one. Um, Social media guru. Yeah, that's what that's what my, and nobody knows what's going on again. Like I'll do my social media rant one more time. There is no formula to this, okay? And there's no conversion to this that really adds up without spending a ton of money. So everybody's just kind of making it up. We're all just faking our way through this, right? No matter what job you're in, you're just kind of faking your way through this. And you hope it works. And you hope the paycheck's cash. And you have a little fun. That's it. Spoken like a real social media guru. Mm-hmm. I know what I... Man, I... Trust me, when I was getting paid to become, uh, do social media stuff, I was like, when is the jig going to be over? When are they going <laughs> to go like, okay, guys, this this is ridiculous. Because uh, I could see it. I was like, hey, especially when you're working for a small business. Yeah. Um, Like I was with my first job out of radio. It was working for a college degree referral site. I could really? tell. I was, yeah. Like I, I knew I, I immediately and I told my supervisor, and she's a good friend of mine. I was like, man, I don't think we're getting the ROI like there's no reason if we're using social media we can't re- we can't track back clicks that result in money right like we need to figure a way to do that and they're like now nah, just do it it just looks good for the brand like all people all social media is for big companies is when you go to their account does it look like a real business right so you trust them does it look like a trustable business and then if you're really good at it does it have a personality so maybe you uh you know interact with them and then hopefully you go to mod pizza because you had a good interaction on social media or you go to rainforest cafe because you had a good interaction with them right like that's all you can hope for because when we would actually do trackable things it wasn't i don't think it was worth the roi but you know what people have been sold on it now so i mean people stay with it go get your money man i'm not gonna hate on anybody that i did it I'll probably do a social media job at some point, right? Again, um, so keep doing it, but it, let's just not get enamored with it. Like it's the only thing that matters, right? Same thing. Think about previous elections. Think about uh, things that have happened in politics, right? We go, oh man, it seems like everything is going one way, right? It, it's gonna be an easy win, easy win for Hillary Clinton, right? No, social media is not the only answer. There's more things out there. Spoken like a true guru. Your shirt, your t-shirt started becoming into a turtleneck as you were talking. Yeah. You Steve Jobbed that. Steve Jobbed it. There are only, no, there's only one person left on the planet that wears uh, the mock turtleneck now. Rest Ooh. in peace, Steve Jobs. Fred Fowler, he's the only one. <laughs> yeah. No, no. No, I've never seen anybody else wear the mock turtleneck like Fred Fowler does. Like he commits to it. Yeah, he no, he definitely commits to it. Kelly, Kelly Iko, or is it Iko Iko? Iko, our buddy Kelly Iko. Kelly Shout Iko, out to Kelly. Kelly's doing a great job. What's up, Kelly? Love you. He does a good job of wearing the, the mock turtleneck, turtleneck and the, and the yeah. velvet. Yeah, but NBA he only does him about the velvet. Yeah, but he only does that on game days. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. He right? Uh, game day. He pulls out the. He usually pulls out a uh, velvet uh, 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 blazer. Mm-hmm. But Fred and, uh, wears it all the time. Like my oh, man, right. he's in it to win it. <laughs> so there you go. Go get it. Uh, okay, so you had a, a mental health week. You regrouped, enjoyed your time off. What was the riskiest thing you did where you could have caught COVID? I, I uh, for the first time, I went to a restaurant since like February, probably. Ooh, yeah. How was it? It was kind of eerie. It, it was a uh, it, it was a very good meal. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Where'd you uh, go? Uh, Buffalo Brewery. I've never been there. It's in uh, it's in the Heights. It's okay. the 
the former chef of Beavers is now the chef of uh of uh I I can't remember his name, but he's been to the station a couple times. Okay. Was it a station hookup or did you actually go on your own? Be honest. To, to wait, where? To Beavers or to to Buffalo Brewery? Oh, uh, no, I went on my own. I was I was on vacation. Okay, cool. So it's not I was a hashtag with my ad. No, okay. it's it's not a hashtag ad. Okay. Although okay. it could be. Could be. If they Why want not? it to be. Reach out. Tell them what's up. You can Come do on a the podcast. You can do a pre-roll like I do on mine. Pre-roll, pun intended, CBD. What's up, Alamo Remedy? Uh, so you went there and it was, what was it, like uh, 25% capacity still or is it 50? So I went I went on Tuesday early afternoon. So thankfully there wasn't that many people mm. there. But uh, it's, it's a three-story restaurant or a brewery. And we went all the way to the third floor and... Uh, there was no one by uh, there, it, the next table. The next table over. The next table over were empty, and then a couple tables down. That's when the next uh, party was seated. Nice. And the waitress or waiter uh, face mask on the whole time. Yes. And then when did you take yours off? Uh, as soon as we started drinking, they okay. started drinking. I was drinking water. Obviously, okay. I don't drink. See, that's the weird part because uh, right. I went. I went to a place to grab sushi, same hours as yours. Like, I went after the lunch rush. I went with my wife, and we're like, when do we, can we take off our mask now, like when we're drinking water? And then do we leave it off, or do we put it yeah. back on? It's awkward, man. And I feel I yeah. feel so bad for the, for, for the servers, mm-hmm. for the waiters, for the bartenders. I feel so bad for those people. It's a uh, it's scary time, man. It it's is a scary man. time. Uh, but man, I bet that food tasted so good. When it's it was hot. amazing. It was uh, <laughs> so so. It's restaurant week, right? Or it mm-hmm. was, and restaurant week isn't really a week. It's a couple of weeks. So they had uh, they had specials or whatever, and I had like this fried fish sandwich, and my good buddy uh, Gio Lopez, uh, fellow in the Clutchian, uh, had a like, was it a pot? Ro- I think it was a pot roast sandwich. Ooh. And uh, we we like sliced our, the sandwiches and shared them or whatever, and they they were they were both really good. Um, so that was the riskiest thing. I went and played probably basketball. so yeah yeah. I went and played basketball with uh, four people. How'd that go? It was awesome. I mean, it was awesome, like being amongst friends and laughing and you know talking trash and just being around each other because I hadn't seen these guys in uh three months, three plus months, right? Almost. When do we? Yeah, I mean, I, my brother-in-law was there, but I see him all the time. Um, yeah, it's been like three and a half, four months almost since I last saw them from afar. So it was nice, but I mean, my body was struggling. <laughs> you don't play competitive ball for right. like two or three months. It's hard. But uh, yeah, it was cool. You know, uh, I hope I don't I don't get it. How long ago um, was this? This was on Sunday, Saturday. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You still have you still have time. I'm still in the window, but all the guys. They like they for real respect the stay at home. They're not going out and partying and stuff because they they're still working, so they can't afford to be out. Like they own their own businesses, right? Right. So they can't be out. Like there's no there's no unemployment for them. So they they really just go to work, come back, and that's it. And they stay with a tight circle. So I'm hoping everything's good. Uh, you want to get to college football real quickly? Sure, man. Okay, so college football. Uh, not not to spend too much time on sports, but the Big Ten officially out they're not playing football this year the pac-12 officially out they're not playing football this year big 12 still in as of now sec is going to play no matter what sec is all in on this they're like hey majority of our states are the reason we're still in this mess so why not just keep going what's up my rights okay uh so they're going to keep doing it but i I, i'm confused by this okay now you're still in sports radio you're you still hear various opinions about this and based on my research, I'm confused because from my understanding, the students are still going to be on campus, right? In the Big Ten, at least, Pac-12, same thing. They're still going to be there. And they're, they're allowed to practice. They're going to have uh, protocols in place. It's just game days I guess they're not comfortable with. And the Pac-12, uh, they mentioned the heart condition that – a lot of athletes do develop after they test positive for COVID-19. I believe it's called mitochrodites. I don't know how to say it, so I'm butchering it. But it's that lingering heart condition that could result in something dangerous. 
So Pac-12 pulled that. They just had more information on that. I'm just confused why other conferences are doing it. And some conferences are like, no, we're just, we're good, man. We're, we have, we don't want any part of this. I mean, the AAC is still doing it. And that's a conference Houston's in. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. Who, what? Let, let's play football. Who cares if Houston was once a hotspot, right? And I'm not pro play or you know, against it because it really has no bearing on my life. If Texas didn't play football this year, it's okay. I'll be fine. We'll, we'll they were gonna suck year. anyways. No, this was actually a good year for them. <laughs> if mm. anything, this is a this is one of the years. Like I was like, okay, we actually might have some, we have a great quarterback. We got weapons all around. Tom Herman's the goat. Okay, so he's gonna do big things. Mm. Um, Oklahoma doesn't have a mercenary for hire this year. <laughs> okay, so they 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 don't have that. But if they didn't play, Jose, I'd be okay. You know what? I understand. I'm a mature adult. I understand what's at stake here. And if they do play, cool, I'll watch. So I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just I'm baffled by the decision-making on various conferences. And everyone has pretty much the same information. I know everyone has different groups of doctors that are they're getting their input from. But, I, I mean, for the most part, it's all the same information. It's just how you look at that data. So I'm just I'm confused on why some people are doing it and some aren't. Here, Raul, uh, Roel, excuse me, says, I think it's just a representation of our society. We have different views and opinions on how to get through this pandemic. And that's why certain conferences are playing and certain conferences are not. So um, I, I was just I was baffled by all of this. And look, I'm I'm like reading up on it. I'm trying to understand it, but it, it's just making no sense to me. And I guess it really just boils down boils down to one thing. It's like if you're in a certain area of the country, you are going to think about the pandemic one way <clears throat> and then another you know, area is going to think about it a different way. And that's it, which I, I guess that's the answer. I don't know, man, but it's just weird to me that, you know, there is some overlap, right? Like from some of these schools and those presidents are like, yeah, we'll go ahead and do this. And within that same state, a conference, a school that's in a different conference is like, nah, we're good, man. I don't know. So it's just, um, I don't know, liability, I'm sure it plays a role in this, obviously. But if the athletes want to play and they're signing this away, then do you let them play, right? Like that's what, that's what it comes down to for me is if these athletes want to play and sometimes I know you have to step in as an adult and go, look, man, this isn't going to work. Like this isn't the right move, right? So you have to step in and tell that kid and tell them that, just because you want to play doesn't mean that we're going to play because this might not work out and this might put more people at danger, which we have seen it probably will. Um, and a lot of these schools, by the way, are going with crowds. So there's that factor into it as well. So, man, um, <clears throat> it's just scary. It's it's scary times. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I don't think we're going to get a full college football season. I don't think there's a something's going to happen, man. Like we've played with fire for so long. Uh, the fact that with the MLB, we had the positive test and they just keep postponing games and that's fine. That's their protocol. But when you multiply this with football, when there's that many players, we're playing with fire. Something bad is going to happen. The NBA, they did it their way. It's a bubble, right? Like it's, I don't think the percentages are high that something bad will happen. College football, something bad could happen. And I think it will happen. We're just playing with fire. We're just getting away with this. And then you put fans on top of this, Jose, even at a 25% capacity, Oh boy. I it I mean there's so there's so many layers to this. Like with everything with the NCAA, there's so many layers to this. They could they could do some sort of bubbles, but they would have to not have kids on campus that aren't student athletes and then they'd have to admit that student athletes aren't student athletes, which they don't want to do. Though 2 days ago the uh, let us play hashtag was it let us play I think that the college football mm -hmm. players were tweeting was blowing up, and then they started talking about unionizing, and everyone was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, relax, let's slow down. Like, there's so many layers, and it's it's part of the reason I can't get into collegiate sports, aside from the fact that I didn't grow up rooting for a university, or I didn't go to a university with, with strong collegiate sport a uh, athletics. I went to UHD, like, that's a commuter school. There's no, mm -hmm. we're a freaking Gator. We play against Lone Star. There's no, there's no real ties to athletics it's because of how how murky to me 
the situation is with collegiate sports. And now, like with everything else that the virus has done, it's exposing a lot of things for what they really are. And ultimately, I think that's why college football has made this so difficult. Because they could have, if, if, if they insisted on playing, they could have been on a united front, could they not? Mm-hmm. If, on the same way, if they decide, all decided, you know what, it's not in our best interest, in the best interest of our athletes to play, they could have came to that conclusion as well. But there's there's separate and there's isolated motives for all of this, isn't there not? There is. I'm looking up how much is the NCAA worth, right? How much money does... Because it is a governing body. It brings in a billion dollars a year. Um, so there's a lot of money there, obviously, right? If the NCAA as an organization said, we know this is going to be a down year. We get it. We, we know we're, we might be working in the red here. All right. And that's fine. Like we understand. So here's what we're going to do. We are worth billions of dollars. So when it comes to testing, that's a huge part of this as well, right? The the testing, and then you hope the athletes stay within their bubble. They they you know they don't become college students and not interact with other kids, which is so ridiculous, right? right? We you can't even hope. get pro athletes to not do that. Like yeah, the Indians just had that with Clevenger and their other pitcher. Like it's it's not going to happen, right? But it, let's say if that was the ideal world, the NCAA says, "Here's what we're going to do." We understand Mac schools can't afford all the testing. We understand that some Pac-12 schools, like UCLA, they're operating at a loss as well. We get that. So what we're going to do is we're going to fund the testing. We're going to figure this out. We're gonna, we have time. Let's do this and not wait last minute. The, uh, the NFL, one of their big issues, uh, or excuse me, one of the big reasons why they're moving forward is they have contracts with private labs for COVID testing, right? So the NCAA should have stepped up and said, yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and fund all of this testing for you guys. And then we're going to lose money. We're going to lose money. That's fine. But that's what the NCAA is, right? When you're part of an organization, you're there that you hope that that organization can help in a time of need. And they did it. They failed horribly. Right. It's just like Royal said a little while ago. It's... It's just like how this the hand, the country has handled the virus mm-hmm. as a whole, just kind of hoping and wishing it would go away until they realized, oh man, this isn't going away, and it's kind of too late to try to do something about it when college football is supposed to start in like two weeks. Like I, the I arrogance, just, know, the ar- yeah. just the arrogance of it, man. And guess Look, what? The NFL is going to do the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. but at least the NFL is there. And again, there's going to be fans, right? Like I, this all changes with fans in the attendance or in the crowd that it all changes. Like the NBA bubble. I don't even understand why people are wearing a mask. What are you wearing a mask for? Everyone's negative. You're in the bubble. There's no outside factors, right? Nobody. You Hashtag can't add. They got to sell the face masks. Uh, by the way, the NBA resumes. Make sure you watch TNT for all your NBA coverage. Hashtag ad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a bubble, right? So there's no everybody that's within that bubble, including media members, they get tested almost every day, and right. they're negative. If you're positive, you can't go in the bubble. You can't be I around people. It's ultimately, I think, obviously an optics thing. Like you want to give the impression mm. that you're on constant vigilance, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Like it, all really? it takes, all it takes is one. All it takes is one to start it. Yeah, but and if you could prevent that by just having everyone wear a mask when they're out in public, I, I don't see the harm in it. Like, there's, there's I, but see, I would be opposite. I, if I'm the NBA, I go, I just spent 150 million dollars for this. I'm letting everybody know how safe this is. By the way, that everybody in here, no matter what, and we're we're gonna drill this message home. And this also goes to look with proper testing, with proper results, when people respect the bubble and respect the protocols put in place this is how you can be successful i would drive that point home if i'm the nba look look what we did and look if if our government can provide faster testing if we all as a society as people respect this and we understand that hey there's no reason to go to a concert or go to a uh, a party or whatever yeah like if we respect all that maybe we can get through this but it's not. You're right. There's just 
it's all about the independence in this country. And that's fine. That's what we're built on, right? This country is built on wanting our own thing. So I understand that. But man, it is frustrating to watch. And with the going back to the NCAA, you could put testing in place. You can put the bubble, you know, quote unquote bubble where athletes are literally going from their housing to the facility and they're taking all online classes. Let's say in a wild world that works. But you're going to have to make up some of that money. And that money is made up with fans. And when you introduce fans within this whole thing, it gets a little wild. So I don't know, man. I have no idea how this is all going to work out. I have no idea. I don't think college football, I don't think the season's going to uh, go to a completion. I don't think so. I think something's going to happen because we're playing with fire here. It's only a matter of time. Do you think it gets started at all? Like, do, does yes. the SEC, the ACC, they, they're playing mm-hmm. games, you think? Oh, absolutely. SEC for sure is all in. ACC, I think, will start up. I think. I'm not sure on the Big 12 either. I don't know about the Big 12. I have no idea. I have no idea what's going to happen there. Um, who knows, man? But, I mean, the odds are something bad's going to happen because there's just too many people. There's just too with football. There's just too many people. One, there's just the amount of players, the staff that's involved, the coaches that are involved, <clears throat> and if you introduce game day where family members are there, there's just too many different things and too many different factors where something bad won't happen. And I don't know a bad meaning a kid ends up in a hospital because of this. What happens then? Are they just gonna push that aside and just keep playing? Are we just gonna keep playing uh, if a kid is? Uh, admitted to the hospital because of this? God forbid somebody dies. Doesn't even have to be a student athlete. Are we just going to keep moving forward? You know, so I, I, I it's a, uh, it's nuts, man. And Joel Anderson, who is a friend of the show, Slate writer, Slow Burn Pod, what's up? He said, guys, the Olympics were canceled. Why do you think Big Ten football is going to move forward? Or why do you think we're going to have college football? The freaking Olympics which is, it's way, I mean, there's just way more money at stake with the Olympics than any of these football things, right? Because it's a once in four years, all the time, the money, resources that are put in, like just to redo one more, like to push it back one more year, it's going to cost how many billions? It's going to cost them a lot of money. There's just no denying it. There was a number. I think it it wasn't a billion, but it was very close to it. How much is going to cost to push it back a year? Because they have all these apartments built out. They have all these hotels that are built out and stadiums and this and that. And a lot of those places, the plan was to use it in 2020. And then you start making money on those places, right? You start renting it out and they can't do that. So now you're just sitting on something for a year. So how much is that going to cost? All the dates push back. So if the Olympics were canceled, guys, <clears throat> why would college football not get canceled? According to NPR in uh, April 21st, it's going to cost billions to reschedule uh, the Olympics next year, to next year. Yeah. That's, billions that's, with a B. That's unreal, man. Unreal. Guess what? We take a loss. We take a loss for one year. There's no college football. A, Guys, it's okay. I promise life will move on. Things will be fine. Go spend more time with people. Kaido News, one of the outlets in Japan, uh, is estimating that it will take roughly three million, three billion dollars. I don't trust them. They're 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 biased. <laughs> Everybody knows they're they're they they represent one view only. Jose Kaido News. Everybody knows that. So that was my college football thing I want to talk about because, um, well, I don't have a radio show anymore, and I just wanted yeah. to get that off my chest. You wanted to get that on a real. <clears throat> All right, hold on. Uh, Let me write down the times. Going to pull that for you real, buddy. Thank you. you. Why don't you guys interact? Because we see your comments. We try to work. Because we're heels on a on a soapbox today yeah. about college football. Yeah. Sorry about that. So here, I'll put we you can, up. We on can go through story. some of these comments real quick. Since okay, everyone, go through uh, some. Yeah, because through it, some. it is true we haven't. Uh, Justin asked where I got my hat. God, I don't even remember. I got it a year ago when the hat came out from the Nike Atmos collab. Look at I think you, it was Mr. a so rich. A, so rich. It was like a forty-five dollar hat. A forty-five dollar hat. What? <laughs> a forty-five dollar hat. It has on, a zipper man. on the side. 
man, forty-five dollar hat. You just, you just. That's how you know you're rich. That's how I know you really are rich. That's just, expensive. Oh yeah, forty forty-five dollars. What? I mean, yes, I guess forty-five dollars is I expensive guess. for a hat, in my opinion. But I'm how much cheap. was that T-shirt you're wearing? Free. <laughs> oh, is it one of your stupid uh, radio T-shirts? No, it was from that with a, stupi- uh, with a stupid uh, slogan that shouldn't have been printed on a T-shirt. Which one? I don't know. I'm just saying. There's plenty of those. Oh, you're just hurting my feelings for fun. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no. I like I'm the hurting, game. I'm, I'm hurting sports radio guy feeling. Uh, no, this was from uh, 5-4. Remember that company that sent me a uh, big box of stuff and I gave you some stuff as well? You, you gave me a shirt you didn't want. Th- yep. Yeah. Yep. A, a shirt that I didn't want. I was like, but Jose will wear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I started the Umbrella Academy. Just want a little Oh, I need, a, I need to start that. No, I haven't. It's good. It's good. I thought it was going to be cheesy. I have no idea yeah. what it's about, by the way. I had no idea, right? Is Mary J. Blige in it? Did I imagine yep. that? Mm-hmm. She's in it. She's in oh. it, and she's a badass in it. Like so, Jada Pickett-Smith in uh, Gotham badass or cooler? Um, I didn't watch enough of Gotham to get she was pretty. She was pretty cool in that. Uh, she's, you know, Mary J. Blige is pretty badass in this. Uh, Ellen Page is in it. She's uh, really... She's really sad all the time, just like in every character she plays. Um, it's you know, it's good. It, I don't want to ruin it, but you do you know the premise at all of the Umbrella no. Academy? Okay, so on October first, nineteen eighty nine, I believe is the date. <laughs> there was a group of women that were not pregnant that gave birth out of nowhere, and then the, there's a billionaire who ends up buying seven of these kids. What the hell? They yeah. just sold the kids. Yeah, he's a billionaire. If Jeff Bezos came up to you right now and said, give me your firstborn that you weren't even expecting, like it just literally popped out of you, Yeah, would you give it up? I mean, come on, Jose. Um, he's he's giving me a billy? No, I don't know how much he got. I don't know how much he uh, gave them. But he did, I yeah. Mean, um, it, it's my child. They're no, priceless for you. You as really a father, your child. As it's a really father, not your child. I feel I feel like you should you should reconsider. No, but it's really not your I'm child. I'm a father, so I can't comment on this. Okay, if my but you wife, as a father, <laughs> you as a father. Yeah, that's true. I am the dad here, so I I'm allowed to talk about this. You're not, um, and that that's I, the same reason. You you know what? <laughs> Certain stories. Uh, I'm not. No, I'm not going there. No, I, was I don't about, do that. I was about don't to bring up our text. No. I'm not gonna do no. it. I'm not gonna do it. Don't do that. I, that would be no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill. That's but, uh, for the for the eight eight dollar paywall episode where we just talk mess about people. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jose and I, we had a big story today in our in our text thread. Sorry, I can't say too much more. I don't want to get in trouble. Um, but what was but I who? saying? Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know with uh with okay. the man. I don't want to get in trouble Listen, with the man. I respect it. I respect it. So. If my wife just out of nowhere, she showed no signs of being pregnant, okay? And my wife is a smaller woman, so I would... Right, right. You know, know, some of those stories you hear about where a woman just gives birth out of nowhere, and then you see a picture, you're like, okay, yeah, (laughs) that kind of makes sense. Like, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know if my wife is pregnant, right? But if all of a sudden tomorrow, let's say she wakes up and she gives birth, do I have a connection to that kid? I don't think I have as emotional of a connection as you do with somebody, something that has been in her body for the last nine months. Like, try, you know, you're nurturing this thing. You're going to all the appointments. If something just pops out, you're like, what? I guess I would sell it to a billionaire. No. I mean, I would be suspicious. Like, why do you want to buy this kid? Yes. But then I would drive up the price. I'd be like, well, obviously you want it, you know, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive this up. <laughs> Right. And Roel says, is it your kid? If a uh, if a baby all of a sudden just pops out. I don't think it is. So I started that. I will watch. Uh, I know you wanted to talk about the documentary on Netflix, the immigration documentary. Which one? Let people. Um, which one did you watch? The one that you were recommending? <laughs> I've, I've watched two. I finally watched the Epstein one and I started uh, Immigration Nation. I'm talking so, about Immigration uh, that- Nation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Epstein one is, is old at this point, so we don't have to watch. We don't have to spend too much time on it. I will say it's not as cringe 
as uh i'm trying to be careful how i or, or like be sensitive about how i phrase mm-hmm. it the Michael Jackson Neverland Ranch one was very uncomfortable because of how descriptive they were about the sexual assault. This one isn't that way. It's okay. uncomfortable because of the fact he was a very rich man who got away with sexually assaulting so many women, and he was very strategic and uh, had kids recruiting other kids to help him. Mm. It's it's cringe in that aspect, but I think it's definitely worth watching and you'll breeze through it pretty quickly i watched it all in a day i think okay i i will i will watch i I, i've been saying i'm gonna watch it and since you said it's not as cringe as the michael jackson one because that one was that one was a that one was rough that was that was a very tough watch we played a game together about that documentary like how long before you eject right because it's such an uncomfortable because it's a horrible story right like Right. They describe everything. How long can you last pretty much watching that documentary? That's how bad that documentary was. It's a rough watch. I never even finished it because I had to eject. I was no? like, I can't. I didn't do the final episode. I couldn't oh, do it. Oh, you coward. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm out. You, do, you think, don't get to know how the story ends. Mm, I think I know. I think I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know how this ends. <laughs> um, but yeah, I need to watch I, I, the Epstein one. But the Immigration Nation one's the one I'm really looking forward to. And I will watch it after I finish so, Umbrella Academy. So yeah, it's 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 for those of you who don't know, it's a documentary series where they followed ICE for a year, I think, and they kind of made ICE think they were doing profiles on them, but in actuality, it's a documentary exposing how, how broken the deportation system is, and just how pompous the the ICE officers act in the uh, in the documentary. It's just so heartbreaking, and they interview people who have been separated from their families and from their kids. One man is is was in de- was detained by uh, ICE and was separated from his child for eight months. Oh. Uh, he's one of the guys interviewed, and I'm I'm three episodes in. It's a six part series, and it's a tough watch. It's a really tough watch. I can't even imagine that, man. I can't like it. Sounds fake when you say it. It does, man. But that's yeah. it. Does oh. it sounds like something that wouldn't happen in this country? But it's happening oh, in this yeah. country. Yeah, and I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say one word that for those of you who have watched it or when you guys watch it, you'll know why it's so infuriating. The word collateral. Oh man, that's all I'm gonna say. When when you watch it, you'll know okay. it is infuriating. Oh, I can I I probably already I can guess what it means. Cause the way those. Mm. The way that organization works, I can, I can already imagine it. Yeah, that it makes no sense, man. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It's a very, I, I, it's it's heartbreaking. It's it's going to move you emotionally, uh, but I think it's something everyone should watch. Okay, Which, I, I definitely, I'm definitely, I'm gonna watch it. Um, okay. Other things I wanted to talk to you about uh, because last week we went like an hour and a half, so I want to, I do want to tighten it up here. Uh, the endless summer is ending for my daughter. By the way, she's going to school next week. She, man, I don't think her, like we have, so our neighborhood, um, we have some neighbors and we have four kids that are the same age. So they all roll together. All the parents are cool. It's awesome. Right. These kids literally play outside from 7 PM to like nine 30 or when the weather was nice, it would be from like yeah. 4 PM till nine o'clock. Right. Like they would just be outside the whole time. They have no idea what's about to happen to them because this one, they're all going to kindergarten and two, they've just been living an endless summer for the last five years of their life, right? There's no like that. There's no schedule, a true schedule, and class and homework and all that. And kindergarten's really not that hard. I get it, but man, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to see their endless summer end finally. Oh BS! You're gonna cry. Oh no! I, I Under mean, normal I'm, circumstances, taking your kid to taking your kid to school wouldn't that have made you cry? Not cry, but it would it it would make me emotional. Mm. I would be like, "Wow, I can't believe you're like you're already in kindergarten." I I did that. She had her graduation, so I had that moment, but I didn't cry. I don't cry that much. Ooh, look at me! I'm tough guy over here. I yeah. don't cry. You see this? You see this? You see this right here? This emotional wall. That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched Blackest King, dude. 
You need the, to watch is it. that the Beyonce uh, Disney Plus movie? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's visually one of the best things I've seen. It is so damn good. And then the music, I didn't listen to the album the first time around when it first released. I, if I did, I forgot it. But man, the music is so much better when you actually have like a visual aid with it. Yeah. Because it's almost like a lookbook, right? Like this is her lookbook for the album. Dude, it is so good. It is so damn good. Yeah, she's a. Uh, we don't appreciate her enough as a visual artist mm-hmm. because she did the same thing with Lemonade, where she made a video to every song, and she essentially made a short movie. And it's it's an incredible. It's they're all great. They're all they're all really good. I need I do need to watch that. I know Pharrell's in it, right? Yeah, Pharrell's in it for a song. Uh, Kendrick Lamar has a verse on a song, but he's not in it. Jay Z's in it. Um, it's just, the the song that Pharrell's in is my favorite one. It's called Water. Man, it is so damn good. And can I also tell you, Beyonce, she is by far the most graceful artist ever. She makes everything look just like it is so easy and so damn graceful. So I just want to throw that out there for my uh, beehive out there. Your Bayhive? Yeah. Is it Bayhive or Beehive? I think it's Bayhive. Yeah, you're right. It's Bayhive. Bayhive. The Bayhive. Hey, guys. I'm a fan of your people. I love it. She's awesome. She did a great job. And it's just so well done. So make sure you watch that. Josh said the last time you cried was uh, when you watched that Star Wars movie. Like, Which one? <laughs> I don't know. Some some space movie, Like, I guess he's talking about. Uh, stop I guess it, it's Star Wars. Stop it. That's interstellar. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this. Okay. Do not do Space this. Balls. Don't do that. Don't do that. What do you think about Cardi B and Meg the Stallion? What did I think about it? Yeah. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I did. I still it, haven't watched fun. it. I haven't Why? watched it. Why? Why haven't you watched it? I don't know. I just listened to the song. I don't need I don't I don't need I, th- I don't need help. I think I think the song's good. I I enjoy the song. I'm not going to go my way out of my way to listen to it, mm-hmm. but I think it's a good song. Yeah, it's empowerment, right? I I I really like the sample. I don't know if that's like a, I don't know where what what sample that actually. I mean, I could find out in like two seconds if I look it up. But I I don't mind the song. It made people mad. It made a uh, it made the uh, the uh, the whites mad. Yeah. The conservatives but, uh, were I, I, upset. I, I don't. About this. I, I don't. I don't mind it. I w- it was so funny seeing the reactions from like congressmen and senators. You're like, really, guys? It's not, it's just relax, just relax, just because it just because this song is really, really vulgar. It's not. It's not going to be the end of the world for you. You'll be fine. These song samples, uh, Frank's guy song from 1992. I remember hearing that Titled song. I don't know. Wars in this house. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Okay, so you weren't you weren't that offended by the song. I I, I wasn't offended at all. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I the just I, offen- I listened to the song. The most offensive thing to me was that they had uh, they had Kylie in it. That the culture was not happy with the fact that Kylie was for some reason in the video. I didn't particularly feel different of certain way, but the memes were funny. Was it true that tweet that she put, uh, Cardi B put a tweet that she wanted every woman uh, represented in there, including untalented women, and that's why she put her in there? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's hilarious. No? Oh. oh, man, I wish that was real. I, no, I don't think so. I saw that somewhere on, on somebody's Instagram story, and I didn't look it up. So, you know, pardon me falling for the headlines there. But, man, wouldn't that be awesome if that was a real tweet? <laughs> Josh asks asks if the song "Whores in This House" will be the new intro for the podcast. Mm. I don't think so. I don't think we can get that cleared. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I, I, it would cost a lot of money. We're gonna blow the whole show budget on that. Are, are you uh, Are you excited that Kanye finally announced his platform? No, not really. No. You can now go to Kanye twenty twenty dot country. And no, this is not a wet-ass podcast, Astro713. It's not what WAP stands for. Uh, But yeah, he has a website up there. And he has a platform, like a legit platform. And it is super religious-based. 
surprise, surprise, because Kanye's now he's a uh, he, he's so hardcore Christian that even his presidential platform, the number one thing is creating a culture of life. That's the whole thing. Sorry. Number one, restore faith and revive our constitutional commitment to freedom of religion and the free exercise of one's faith demonstrated by restoring prayer in the classroom, including spiritual foundations. Mm. I feel like that's a huge, that's one of the big things about this. We don't want religion in the classroom, Kanye. What are you doing? The website looks like, like, uh, one of his like Yeezy like Adidas uh, lookbooks. Yeah, it definitely. There's definitely a lookbook for his uh, election. <laughs> definitely. He definitely had a huge uh, a session, a creative session for this. So it it has bullet points, and I feel like he's going to put those bullet points on a T-shirt. Yes. Will like you creative... buy? Will you buy some of this? this no, absolutely not. You can no, donate. You, I know you are. No, I'm not gonna buy his. You can donate to Yay 2020. I'm $20, good. Twenty dollars, hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, or a thousand bucks. I'm good. I don't want. And by the way, every single bullet point that you mentioned, it all goes back to a verse in the Bible. It does. I just noticed that. Yeah. Like my dude is running on. He wants to be part of the family that uh, that uh, documentary I told you about, that religious group. That runs mm. the government pretty much. I think I think that's that's who's funding this. He's part of the family. Yeah, I'm 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 good on that. There was that was it the New York Times who who uh released that story about how the Republican Party is is helping uh his campaign. I heard about that. But was it confirmed? It was it like a rogue I thought it was like just a rogue um, uh, official, not like the whole party, <clears throat> because that would be unfair, right? Like, let's say somebody from the New York uh, Republican Party. In you think they know, did it for for a pair of those D Rose uh, slides? Yeah, <laughs> those <laughs> trash, trash tilapia slides that he released. <laughs> Those of you who don't know who we're, uh, what we're talking about, Kanye put up a picture of some shoes he's releasing to honor D. Rose, and they basically look like tilapia fillets on shoes. And it is the strangest looking thing I've ever seen. They're atrocious. Yeah. I mean, Jose, D. Rose has gone through enough, right? Mm. And now we're doing, like, he has to go through this. So when those pictures first leaked, I thought that was like the outsole of a shoe, like the bottom part of the shoe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, those are probably going to be really comfortable. And then it mm-hmm. turns out that is the whole shoe. That's It's so bad. It's so bad. I, I, like, ugh. I haven't seen anything he's put out recently that I want. And I don't know if it's because I'm just done, you know, like I'm just done with Kanye and everything that he stands for now. <clears throat> or it's just I'm old. I don't know. I don't know. You make the call maybe here. It's, maybe it's both. It's it both. could be both. It could be both. You're right. It could be both. You see, Russia, by the way, is they're releasing a vaccine. They already have for frontline they workers. It. They dropped it. Yeah. They dropped the vaccine on people, but it didn't clear phase three trials. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They just like, ah, guys, we have enough research. We've hacked enough of other people's stuff. Let's just we'll make it work. Come on. Let's, health workers, you're first. Teachers. Um, uh, firefighters, you guys go ahead and then, and then, uh, we'll figure it out. You know, we'll see what happens with you guys. And then the rest of the country can get it. Same thing. With, uh, I don't know if China rushed theirs or not, but I know Russia did for sure. And then there's allegations that they're hacking other countries. COVID research. Russia doesn't hack things. What are you talking about? No, they don't. They don't. They really don't. That's, that's, a, that's a really scary thought. What if. So the, the third phase, obviously, is the most important one and the one that takes yeah. the longest, which is why we don't have a vaccine yet. Yeah. And uh, that's really scary, especially so faith, considering yeah. you're saying they're giving it to frontline workers, mm-hmm. the people who have been fighting the virus. Yeah. they. So phase three, did you look up? Uh, well, no, you have a job, so you didn't look it up. I looked it up. I was like, how much is it? Because there was that company that's running the trials the phase three trials here in Houston for the COVID-19 vaccination. Were you looking and for a job there or what? No, they, they would pay you to be a subject. 
Oh, did you look into that? <laughs> I looked into it. I was like, let me see how much. Did you really? More. I did. Yeah, for for real. One, I was just curious. I was like, what? How much does it pay, right? Um, and then two, I wanted to know how dangerous this is. So phase three, for the most part, it's not that dangerous because phase two, that's where most of that research is done. That hey, is this going to be impactful towards uh, or negative impacts towards health on humans, right? Phase three, by that time, it's not that dangerous. Now, can you react negative to it? Absolutely, but you could with any vaccine, right? Yeah. So it's not as dangerous, but do you want to be that that person that does negatively react to it or has to be hospitalized or you know it dies from it? God forbid. I don't. Is that worth twelve hundred bucks to you? Absolutely. That's it. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was up to twelve hundred. Is, is a STEMI check worth? Yeah, I'm that's good. it. I need at least a three, uh, a three or four STEMI check worth. Mm. So five thousand dollars, and I said, "There's a ninety-five percent chance you're good." Oh, 95 is not high enough. I no, need no, no. ten STEMIs. No, no, no. Ninety-five percent, you're good. Three percent, you end up in the hospital, okay, for a week. And it's going to suck. You're going to be in there, but they'll take care of everything. You're in there for a week. There's a 1% chance you're in there for six months. Okay? Mm. There's a half a percent chance that you die from this. And there's another half percent that's left over that you, uh, you actually respond so great to this that you get an additional $50,000 because they want your plasma. Nah, I'm not. I'm out. Man. Three stimmies isn't enough for that. Dang. You're saying $50,000 for that? No. No, there's a chance that you get fifty. It's not even guaranteed you get the $50,000. i am good on that. See, that's how I know you're rich. You're like $50,000. <laughs> I don't need it. I'm good. I'm good. I respect that. Um, anything else leave that we me, need to talk? Leave me your vinyl collection then, if that's the case, if you're going to go go through with this. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that desperate yet, man. I, you can I keep the shitty Vampire Weekend ones for your daughter. I'll I'm take the rest you, of them. I'm kicking you out, man. <laughs> Don't you dare throw shade at <laughs> Vampire Weekend. All right, we don't do that here on this podcast, Jose. Um, anything else that we didn't talk about that you wanted to hit on before we do click or no click? I think we're good, man. All right. Do you want me to pull up click or no click? I think you, I think you should pull it up, yeah. Judging on how judging on how uh <laughs> just, just today's episode has gone, yeah. I think on your you Wi-Fi. Okay, Jose, you get to play click or no click today. Are you ready? Woo! Okay, number one. A man says he was discriminated against at Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort for bringing a purse. <laughs> uh Wait, how many stories do we have? Three or five? I got four. Mm, I'm going to say no click on that one. Okay. I do want to give some love to the guys that are still wearing those pouches. Those, uh, because they started as a, um, what are those called? Why am I blanking? The ones that you wear. Fanny packs? Yeah, it started as a fanny pack. Then the, side, it, the side bags? The yeah, then it turned into a side bag. And then it just turned into a purse at some point. Really? I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? These fanny packs are now just purses. There's no way those are side bags. They're purses. Mm. And I'm not against it. Like your boy Sounds carried, like you are, though. I Sounds carried like a are, messenger though. bag that was like way ahead of its time, okay? Because back then, you, if you wore a, a messenger satchel. bag, yeah, it was a satchel or a purse. People would make fun of you. And now you look at the same people that made fun of you like, oh, that a way to catch up to fashion, buddy. <laughs> same people that are making fun of skinny jeans. They all wear them now. You know what? Like it's all good. It's it's when you're when you're working with future trends, you're gonna get some jokes. But man, I I don't know these pouches, Jose. They're just a little bit too much for me. Like I can't even pull that off. I haven't seen them. I think you can pull it off, buddy. No, man. No. Have some man. confidence. A, a fanny pack I've pulled off. Like I I I wore a fanny pack all the time to Memorial Park because I like putting my <laughs> phone in a fanny pack. <clears throat> okay, Pennsylvania man. Carrying a sword outside Dollar General, arrested. Oh. My dude just brought up a. <laughs> he just pulled up he with just a pulled sword. Up. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need that click. Okay, I'm going to need that click too. I'm going to click on it right now, pulling it up. I have one, by the way. I can't reach it because I'm all situated, but I have a sword in my... Uh, in my why living. do you have a sword? Because why not, bro? Who gave it to you? I bought it in Pakistan. Hmm. Yeah. Why? Did you, you were able to get that through customs? Mm-hmm. It's 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 not a real it's not sharp enough to be a weapon, it's just a collector's item. But okay. the I filed down the edge, so if I needed to use it, I could use it. Okay, a In man case came any, sword. Anyone wants to try anything? <clears throat> if you want to try some, you'll catch some. It's not that sweet up here, Jose. <laughs> no one's touching my vampire weekend. <laughs> State police said Kenneth Connor, thirty-four years old was taken into custody oh. and transported to Butler Memorial Hospital for treatment following a confrontation with troopers. According to a press release, the general manager of the store called the police to report Connor was walking around with sword. Troopers arrived and found him. He initially comp- uh, complied with orders to drop it, That and it looked like it was real. When troopers wanted to pick it up, he ran at them and tried to grab it. Oh my Officers goodness. then tried to physically restrain Connor, and a trooper injured his hands and knees. They didn't shoot him. Mm. I'm gonna get. What do you? What's his name? name? Uh, it is Kenneth Connor. Hmm. Interesting. Right, somebody had a weapon. Okay, and they charged the cops afterwards. Let me huh. look this guy up. Look him up, please. I'm doing it on my phone, so uh, yeah, I don't break here. anything. We're working on uh, we're working on tough uh budgets here. Kenneth Connor. Sword. I want to see a picture. This story doesn't have a picture of him. Let me see if I can get his mugshot for you. No, nothing. Nothing. I can't find his uh, mugshot. Is this is this fake news? No, it's real. It's on it's on WPXI and it's on WTAE. There's just no. I bet they didn't want to put the mugshot out. Yeah, everything I I found the story on other outlets and there's no mugshot on it. Hmm. Right, because once you see the details, and if it is a white dude, mm. it's gonna raise a lot of questions. Just saying. Josh okay, asks, does Raheel keep that thing on him? I do I mean, keep ev- my I do evidently. keep that thing on me. Next time, next week, I'll bring. I just have a like a whole setup here, so I don't want. It's hard to get up once I'm sitting down. But uh, next week, I'll show you guys. Okay, two more. Illinois school district's remote dress code forbids students from wearing pajamas for class. Oh, jeez. That's, That's so annoying. Yeah, well, I don't want I, the click. I get I'm, it. I'm annoyed Not worth by that. Click. Yeah. But I get it. I I, I get that. I'm gonna... you, want your, you want your kid absolutely fitted when uh, for their Zoom class? Not totally fitted, but I do want her out of her pajamas. Because there is a mindset like... Okay, I'm out of my pajamas. You have to get ready for school. I know this is different, but I I agree with that. But I don't know if I would put a whole rule in place, right? Because you know what, most of these kids are gonna do. They're not gonna obey it. It seems ridiculous to me, but I cannot comment as I am not a father. Okay, yeah. Please don't comment on stories that involve kids. All right, <laughs> you you have no rights. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Who recently said that? There was a story about that. Remember we talked, oh gosh, I'm blanking, but that was like a big deal was the, I'm a dad. Okay. So I'm allowed to comment on this. Come on. Come on, buddy. You know what story it is. No, no, no. Not today's story. Oh, okay. No, like last month because it was, it was the the Washington DC football team story. Maybe, maybe, man, I can't remember the Washington post story about the, uh, toxic environment. Yes, that's it. That's it. Somebody said, "That's right. That's right. You're right." As a the, as a father, I know we cannot do these this to women. Yes, yes, you're right. That was it. Um, okay, here's the last one for you. National Park Service PSA: Don't push your slower friends in front of bears. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a trend? That's I clicked it because I want to know. Has oh this yeah. Happened? I mean. How many times does this have to happen for the National Park Service to put out a a release for this? Dude, there's an actual graphic. And oh, it says, my goodness. It says, friends don't use friends as bear bait. 
<laughs> Bear me. Okay, if it's us two, we're at Yose- Yosemite Park, as our president likes to say. <clears throat> Yosemite. My dude really went Yosemite. <laughs> Gosh. He really hit us with the Yosemite. Oh, my goodness. We're there. We see a... Uh, we're going to go with the brown bear. I believe the brown bear is home. Uh, Yosemite is home to them. A brown bear is coming towards us. Who is the slower one? It's totally me. Oh, you're it done. Has to, it has to be me. So what, I, what I'm going to do is before as a thought even crosses your mind, I'm going to shove you to the ground. Yeah, but I can recover. I mean, if the bear's mauling, you know, you can't. No, no, I'm saying, okay, the bear is 20 yards away. You think you can away. fight a bear? Oh, no chance. No, there's no way I can fight a bear. I already know how. If Leonardo DiCaprio can't fight a bear, I can't <laughs> fight a bear, bro. Okay, like, he should have died, all right? It's just that bear had no killer instinct. It was a James Harden of bears. All right, he left. <laughs> like, you didn't close it out. <laughs> you have to do that. <laughs> My dude didn't close out the game. All right. He left the bear there. Yeah, 13 turnovers there in the final <laughs> in the final frame there. So the bear left him alive. He should have killed him, but he didn't. I you cannot know, beat you... up a bear. But if it's 20 yards away, all right, 20 yards, he sees both of us. He starts his initial burst towards us, and you push me down. I think I could recover and still get away. If I push you, know you down, there's no way. You know why I wouldn't feel bad about pushing you down? Why? Because I know you got that thing on you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take care of that bear with your little samurai sword. I was thinking about I'm going to the beach this weekend. <laughs> Taking your samurai sword to the beach? I think I should. Because there's, like, <laughs> no. there's going to be a lot of Trump flags in Bolivar. Let's just be honest. We know what it is. There's going to be a lot of Confederate flags. I will, do you want me? To, I'll take a picture of every Confederate flag I see. Well, what are you planning on doing to them if you're taking your, your thing? I don't know. I don't know. You're gonna chop some flags up. I might have to go Umbrella Academy on them. I might have to put a. I might have to put my little eye eyepiece on and go. I might just have I to do it. I don't know what that means yet, but okay. Yeah, make sure you watch it. But yeah, that's. Uh, I think uh, you wouldn't be able to recover, brother. That's it. I think you would be done. I think if you push me and you sacrifice me, I think I'm. I think I'll be able to get up unless my back is hurting. Then I'm screwed. If my back is stiff, I'm done. <laughs> There's no Did way. Did you do the dishes the night before? Um, no. Mm. Did not do. I did the dishes for on her birthday. Did you do Did you do laundry the night before I shove you in front of the bear? No chance. No Any chance. heavy lifting? Did you fall off a ladder like Lance Zerline? <laughs> no, I don't get on ladders. The day before. Okay. I don't get on ladders. If I played basketball the day before, then I'm screwed cuz the day after I play, I'm sore. Like it's it's tough. It's a it's a rough morning for me. Cause I'm I'm not old, I'm not young anymore. That's why. But uh, I did do the dishes, by the way. Shout out to all my friends who follow me on Twitter, like my legit friends, and that texted my wife, "Happy birthday." They all made the same joke. They make all sure made... he makes the dishes do, do, yeah. the dishes today. <laughs> <laughs> Big ups to them. Big ups. I did do the dishes. I did the dishes like five times yesterday because there was so many dishes. But yeah, I did do it. So. All right, Jose, we're done. Um, I will talk to you on Monday. We only have six days in between this time around. Sounds good, man. All right, man. I will talk to you later. Hopefully, your Wi-Fi is a little bit better. (laughs) (laughs) It actually got better towards the end, so it's all good. It's all good. All right, we'll talk to everyone later. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the Raheel Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And if you're still listening right now, that means you kind of enjoy some of the content that I put out. Look up No Layups with David Nuno and Raheel Ramzanali. Subscribe to the other podcast as well for those specific episodes. Thank you, guys. I will talk to you later. Stay spicy.